What up, y'all? It's your boy. It's been a minute, but we're back in action. I gotta say, I'm thankful for everyone who reached out during the break and encouraged me to get the pod ripping again. I have some super interesting people in the pipeline, so we should have plenty of more good episodes coming to you all in the future. In the past few months, I've been doing some work with uh, some guys in Charlotte. Huge shout out to Stephen Barrett and Black Sheep Skate Shop for putting together a raffle that helped us cover our lawyer fees, uh, raise a little extra money, all to make progress towards um, starting a 501c3 and getting a sanctioned DIY spot in Charlotte. Hopefully, I'll have some good news to share with you all on that front soon. Today, the man of the hour is Tracy Stallworth. He's the best damn skater in Durham, and he operates humbly at the ground level of his scene, as far away from being on some cool guy shit as you could possibly be. He's the obvious choice of a representative when it comes to putting a little spotlight on the Durham scene. So thank you all for tuning in. and I'm excited for everyone to hear what my man's got to say. Let's rip it. fucking go (laughs) yeah dude it's gonna be fun man we're gonna fucking talk some shit we're gonna talk some good stuff we're gonna talk durham manifest all that shit hell yeah and part of my mission is like to kind of infiltrate all of the many little scenes that kind of make up the community as a whole because it's a very small world and a lot of people know of each other in the scene like we were just saying you know you know of stardust and jackson but you may have never met them and it's cool to be able to like for lack of better word not like put people on the map basically you were like the obvious choice when i was like we got to talk about durham stoked i reached out to mike mike the owner of manifest he's just like a busy dude i guess manifest is kind of his second job and he was like honestly man like i would feel better passing the torch down to tracy who kind of i guess you're you're what the manager manifest well honestly me and my homie drew uh that work at the shop we're both like the manager essentially we do the same exact stuff I started working there in 2018, like early 2018. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, we do the same exact thing. Yeah. And that's you and Drew. What's Drew's last name? Uh, why am I blanking? Chef Boyarstees. Yeah, Chef Boyarstees. Oh, it's Martin. It's Andrew Martin. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny how like Instagram names are almost more recognizable than people's like full names. Yeah. Cause I didn't even know your last name or anything. I was just like, Oh, yeah. Tracy, solid gold fro. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's doper though. Yeah, how'd, but, you, how'd you come up with that name? Uh, honestly, I don't even remember exactly. I do remember I was listening to a Jay-Z song and I heard him, it was actually called Cashmere Thoughts. Word. And um, one of the bars said something about solid gold in it and I just like, didn't like my current Instagram name and I was like <laughs> trying to think of something and I was like, all right, yo. And I like the term solid. Yeah, like trying to be solid. That's like part of it. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. And then uh, who's solid gold boneless? 
that's like my brother that's Tyrell cool yeah Tyrell is dope he's like literally my favorite skater yeah every time I see uh, like a post from uh, either you or like anyone kind of within the manifest crew like all the same people always repost it so I kind of yeah. know like who the posse is you know what yeah I'm yeah there's a whole squad of fools <laughs> yeah yeah, it's Tyrell right. is, it's so funny because we've, like, people used to get confused about us on Instagram because we had the I same can, name for a while. That. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody, yeah, all the time. He stole, he, like, he, the people don't know, but I was slightly first. Okay. Like, I made my name first and then Tyrell <laughs> made his name. Another funny one was uh, Aaron Collins was frontside rolling and then, uh, water pipe i forget his real name mike somebody made his backside roll in oh yeah, yeah. i remember those those were i was like damn frontside rolling such a good name yeah that's such a good one <laughs> then backside rolling he's just like riding his coattails hard as fuck i yeah. actually don't know which one was first i assume frontside was first because that kind of sounds better but yeah frontside rolling low-key the better one yeah as far as instagram name oh yeah yeah i'm pretty sure aaron listens to the show so shout out on Hell your yeah. instagram name Keep Dude. it up, Aaron. Yeah, shout out that ramp too. The one at G side. The the big vert ramp. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I think he had a he was definitely had a lot to do with that. That shit's sick. Dude, that's fucking sick. That like took the spot to the next level. Yeah. It's like it's so crazy. Graveside is like an anomaly because like they work so hard, but like they just totally fuck off at the same time. Yeah. Like their culture is just like all jokes and like it's totally hilarious. Like you look at a spot like Asheville Foundation and I feel like they maybe like take their building and like fundraising and everything like a little more professionally yeah. whereas graveside like everyone's fried as fuck like they're all just burnt but somehow they produce like insane the dope ramps. Shit. like you'll go there every week and then there's something new and sicker do you think it's because all like most of those dudes are young and yeah. they're like they have a bunch of shit going on but like with all like because there's so many of them like one dude will just start some shit and then the other like another group of dudes will like kind of come in on the middle job and then somebody else will come in and finish it yeah but dude yeah being I feel like being young and like well we're all skaters we're all fried anyway so yeah it makes sense yeah I, I try to be less fried as I get older but there's still a part of me that will always be like permanently inundated by the skater culture the other day yeah. I was at a I was at a like a work party with some coworkers and like they're all just like young professional couples and they're talking about like properties they're investing in and all this shit and I just like I had no fucking idea how to like mingle and relate to people like that I'm just like dude you know good for you guys like I would much <laughs> I would much rather be like sitting on a bench at a DIY spot like drinking Medellas and yeah exactly shit. I'm trying to drink claws and fuck up some front side airs like <laughs> yeah but yeah, dude, I'm like the same way. The st honestly, the shop is like, we're all kind of like semi-professional with it. Like we try to be like a not fried essentially, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's pretty, pretty toasted. But it's a skate shop. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think you, that makes you know it, I think that makes it sicker though, honestly, because we're not like trying to make it seem like something we're not like sure. at the end of the day, we're all, we do care about the community and that's like the number one thing, but also we're just skating and doing our own shit. Yeah. It's cool. Like if you were to walk and like, as long as you're not being rude to customers then fuck it, be oh, like a chill stoner no. guy. Like yeah. one, one of my favorite experiences I've ever had in a skate shop was, uh, what's it called? Continuum down in Charleston, South Carolina. I like, I was down in Charleston for a couple of weeks doing something for like an old job. And, um, 
naturally I just like show up at the skate shop and like see what's good with the scene like where, where do you go you know you go to the skate shop and just see what's up yeah. and the guy working behind the counter was just this like fucking space cadet like surfer bro that was like he was like painting a picture behind the desk as I was walking in and he was just like had this like surfer swag like what's up man welcome to town <laughs> that's the best Dude, shout out to your fucking homie. What was his name? Paul? Paul, yeah. Paul it's with Drew's the brother, Paul Martin. Okay. I was oh, going to yeah. say they had like slightly similar like look and mannerisms to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so, but we are back on track. We're yeah. probably just going to have to start over, honestly. But yeah, just straight round two. Anyways, yeah. I am joined by the mayor of Durham himself, Tracy Stallworth. Hey. Thanks for coming on the pod, man. I'm fucking psyched. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. I'm stoked. Hyped to do it. Yeah. And part of the mission is for me to like get like a a delegate or like a representative from uh, pretty much anywhere that I consider like a, a hub within North Carolina. Like yeah. there's obviously a lot of different scenes, um, a lot of little nooks and crannies that have like really cool skate culture going on. Yeah, and uh, sure. Durham was one of the ones that I was missing. So you've been recruited. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Stoked to rep Durham. Durham's sick. Yeah. How long you lived here? Um, like I lived here like kind of split up like I moved to Durham in 2009 I think is what it was uh-huh. and I lived here until um, graduation in 2014 well actually that's no so I didn't even stay here that whole time actually I lived in Durham from 2009 until uh, I went through 8th grade and ninth grade and then in ninth grade like halfway through the year I got suspended from school for some bullshit so I went to oh, Nebraska shit. so I lived in Nebraska for a while and I finished out the school year there came back to North Carolina my mom was worried I was going to be in trouble in Durham for the same shit so I hmm. went to Apex and I went to school in Apex for two years hmm. and um, then I think it was in 2012 or 2013 realistically is when I moved back to Durham Word. Um, graduated high school in 2014 in Durham and then moved to Florida where I had originally lived before I moved to, uh, to Durham. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm kind of all over, but yeah. I've been back from Florida since 2018, and I've been okay, here since then. Yeah, that's sick, because um, yeah, it seems like you've lived in like a couple of different places, but what, you just like Durham? Like it always kind of like pulled you back for some reason or another? Uh, Durham is actually where I first started skating. Yeah, like, sick. I got my first board in Florida for like the, my. I think my birthday or maybe Christmas, but that was like mm-hmm. right before I had moved to to Durham. We actually like my mom like we couldn't afford our house or something in Florida, so we like had to move out, and so she yeah. got a job at Duke, and um, so it was kind of like a random thing to be moved, and um, I got aboard right before that, and I didn't know anybody in North Carolina like when we moved there, so I was like, oh well, I'll just start skating, and uh, so like I think because I skated here and like learned all my like skate knowledge and just everything I have from Durham that's like why I always like come back to here because it just feels like very homey cool and it has a great scene dude honestly it has really good spots like I remember skating the Durham courthouse when I like I remember when I first moved to Durham like before I knew anything about skating like I drove past a spot with my mom or she was driving and um I seen skaters on the like skating a spot and I was like oh that looks so sick it's like a plaza and it was a courthouse and it was amazing looking like blew my mind and I was like this is insane. Like I never saw anything like that in Orlando. There's just traffic and construction. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Dude, my North Carolina skate cred is in the fucking dirt right now because I never skated the courthouse. I, I wish I would have. Dude, know, yeah, no, like, it really doesn't even. It's just, you really just missed out. Is the main thing. Like that shit was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was rad. literally a blessing. It was like North Carolina's plaza. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's why it's crazy to think North Carolina. Like we had a plaza, not to like say like oh it was like Love Park, but like it was like on that same thing where people would come out here and skate yeah. it, and you'd see random pros or whoever randomly, and it had like all different types of options that I wish I was better at skating when I like when it was available yeah but, like, I feel yeah. like you would fuck that place up if you could if it were still here and like you know with you have your more developed skill set and everything yeah I'd love to go there I'd, just, I'd be there every day honestly yeah. I wouldn't go anywhere else would you hop on the rail nope never got ah. to jump on so I always wanted to jump on the like original square rails but by the time oh, I yeah. could even do anything on a handrail they had already taken that one away because it got like flimsy and all fucked up and mm-hmm. then the, they had like the gnarliest rail which is like a tall round bar with a kink at the I end I remember that yeah shout out Isaiah Rodriguez he back nose blunted that shit it was fucked up dude that's rad that guy yeah. was fucking good I kind of forgot about him I don't know what yeah. he's doing now but he fucking tatted. chilling dad life shit he had a deep fucking bag dude yeah dude was, dude that was fool him and fucking Rob Clark were like the first people I ever looked up to in like the Durham area yeah. those were like the sickest for dudes for sure Hell no yeah. doubt some, uh, some local legends to look up to yeah for sure I'll bug with that if you had to put together like your dream line at courthouse, if it was still around, what would you do? Damn. All right, dude. Long. So if the, there used to be like, when you come into the front of the courthouse, I can't, I don't even know the road names cause I suck, but, uh, there's like, there's like a long, a lower ledge. That's like, if you were coming into the entrance of the courthouse, it'd be on your left. So right. like backside for a, a regular stance skater, um, and it like it's like low at the beginning, but as it goes down the little incline, it like gets taller. Oh, and when okay, I was yeah. younger, all like the good homies that I knew started their line with like a trick on that like tall ass ledge, and like realistically, it probably isn't like super tall, you know. It was kind of long, right? Like you could hold something in it. Oh yeah, for word, sure. You word, had word. to pop out. It wasn't like a ledge that ended, so you yeah. had to like pop tall, and or you could even hold it from the like the you know the small part where it inclines and that was even sicker yeah but I don't know maybe something like on that if that was still available something on that uh, or a trick over the original bench that used to be there there was like a bench right after that one that got taken away before the plaza was even taken away like okay. just that one bench was taken for some weird reason huh. there's like we I don't know why exactly that one was taken but yeah maybe trick over that and then uh <sighs> I don't know. Always wanted to do back nose blunt on a ledge back, and like I was like, that would be the perfect ledge because it's so buttery. So yeah. like a back nose blunt on that ledge, and then no matter how shitty or whatever I like, I landed that. I'm going straight to the nine. I'm kicking, trying to. Yeah. <laughs> that was always like the best thing. Like somebody landed a trick on the ledge, and then they like continue to go. You're like, oh shit, they're going to the nine after. Yo, and and that's sick because like. If you were, like, trying to suss something out on, like, the big set, like, on the nine, if you had, like, already put in the work to get that hard-ass trick in your line, like, you were going to commit. Yeah, exactly. I I feel like if you were to just try to sesh, like, a nine stair by itself, then, like, you know, you may be kicking out your fucking kickflip or whatever you're trying. You may, like, kick it out and kind of pussyfoot, but, like, if you're like, damn, I just fucking nose-blunted that ledge phrase, I'm not kicking out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I might even just do the easier trick just to land the line. (laughs) Fuck it, dude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) respect that's dope dude i remember when i was little i remember when the durham park got built 
because yeah. I was uh, at a grandma or my grandparents lived in Chapel Hill. So I would skate the Chapel Hill Park a bunch whenever I would go visit them. And when the Durham Park got built, it was like it's like a pretty big deal. Like, damn, this shit's yeah. kind of like a like a plaza looking thing. It's right. Yeah, that shit was sick, dude. I was actually there so, opening day. That's tight. But I will say, you know, whatever. Sorry if I get some flack for this, but like, it's one of those parks that like looks really sick from far away. But then you go to skate it, and you're kind of like, oh, some of this shit doesn't really like flow very well. Oh, dude, that's like, so true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't want to like offend anyone by saying oh, that, dude, but I, yeah, I think that's no. a fucking wacky, like wacky design for a park. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Artisan that built that park. I'm pretty sure. I don't want to like. I don't, I'm not like 100, percent but yeah. it may be one of their like earlier parks too. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure what the the situation was that like that whole hill down the hill was supposed to be the skate park. Oh damn! And so they had like plans, had this big ass plaza, and then they like got their budget cut, and they it was like in half. So they had to like so smash like, everything together. Exactly. Damn. So everything got compact. So if you look at the Durham Park, if you think about it, if it was spread out, all that shit would make sense. But mm-hmm. because it's all so close, it like so much of it you can't even really skate like that. And yeah, honestly, because of that setup, it breeds weird like skater, not like weird skaters, but like people that approach skateboarding differently because mm-hmm. of like how the you have to like like work weird to piece together a line or do a sure. single trick, something like that. Yeah. Dude, one of the most epic photos I think I've seen in my life. I could be making this up. I think it might be Grant Taylor. He's ollieing like that little hump thing, like Dude, all the way over yeah, the middle. Yeah, and he's just crazy. like 10 feet in the air, like looking so sick. Yeah, that shit's insane. Yeah, I wonder if anyone's like stepped to that since. Dude, yeah, no, I'm <laughs> maybe not for a photo. I wouldn't. I mean, people probably skate that thing every day, but I couldn't imagine trying to do some shit like that. That yeah. that's the best photo ever. And then they have like the Photoshop version where he's like ten feet higher than what he actually went. Oh, oh, <laughs> that, yeah, that that was over the tire thing. All right, no, I, I was talking about um at the Durham Park. Oh you, you shit, know, you know that little um, it's that thing that's like against the back of the bowl. That's like a ramp that goes up and then back down oh, and then back the down M? again. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like okay. the M shape thing. Yeah, yeah. Somebody and I think it was Grant Taylor has a photo of them like ollieing over the middle section. So like oh, from no bank to way. bank. Yeah, I have Dude, no I've idea. never seen a skater do that. I've seen hella skaters try. Yeah, and that's, that's, I've seen Colin Provost try and not make it. I believe. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe crazy. The, maybe the photo was a bunt then, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, it could have be been. That's just, yeah. I've seen a scooter, I've seen a homie on a scooter do that shit. And he had like Fuck. video. It was, I was like, what? Homie on a scooter and a homie on a bike. Like some X Games mode motherfuckers were just out there ripping on that thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's like, that's the, uh, the Lurk Report trick challenge. Somebody go do that. I'll be fucking hyped. Dude, you, same. Yeah. I'm ready to put out a bounty on that. Cause honestly, I want that thing like, to be destroyed and like the space to be used for a better obstacle at the park. Yeah, it we talked about that for a pointless. while. Even with the city, like they've even like agreed to like, oh yeah, we'll tear it down. But then they like haven't done shit. No, um, let's get the graveside crew out there, dude. Yeah, if we just the, like, what are they gonna do? If we just destroy it. Done. They will get shit done. <laughs> yeah. You'll have a fucking something way sicker in like one afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and if we could just, dude, just if we get like a little contest where we do like some fundraising or some shit and like put out a bounty on the that spot dude get a trick over it or ollie it get fucking 200 bucks or some shit like 100 bucks like i'm trying to do that this shit would, yeah. i don't know i want to see a homie on a board do that that'd be sick and that's like I feel like manifest is like very uh that would be like the perfect conduit for something like that to happen yeah. like manifest is always just from from following them on instagram is like always dipping their toes into like community stuff and it's like 
very much bigger than just like a place to buy shit you know oh, hell it's, like, yeah. it's got a whole like culture and shit around it and uh i'll let you kind of speak to the origins on it but i know that there's definitely as much of like a passion project than like a breadwinner for the owner mike like he's got a, another job he's a in medicine or something crazy like that yeah, like, he's a nurse at duke okay yeah, i'm not exactly sure what type of nurse knows a bunch of shit going on but like yeah he's it's gnarly because he he'll go and like he'll work for like almost a week straight and it's like they're in gnarly conditions dude working like he'll work overnight sometimes and so a lot of times he doesn't even like we won't see him at the shop for like weeks but he skates all the time like anytime that he has off from the hospital he's like filming other homies yeah because he's always like right now we're in the middle of filming an hd video sick so yeah he's like always filming homies on his time off but um yeah like when he started it it was just him and um there was a homie that had a consignment shop and they like that's how he got into the spot that he's in now and um yeah so mike was just working at the hospital and then on days he had to work the homie that worked the consignment shop would just like you know do the sales of the skate shop for him kind of like help out and then he had other like a couple other homies like drew and like our other homie hector was holding down the shop shout out hector he also rides for the shop um and then uh like when i started i moved back to uh north carolina after living in florida for a few years after graduating mm-hmm. and i didn't have a job or whatever so i kind of like shot out like shot in the dark and was like oh my homie told me that you might need like some help looking after the shop and mike was like down and at that before oh, that i had never even like really i think i had seen mike around because he had been he's like born and raised in durham so he had been Word. around here forever and he was like one of the older dudes that i was just probably like didn't even didn't even know about you know just how i was such a like, kid yeah and um but yeah, he was just like super down and um, I like started like the next week. And yeah. just ever since then, I've been working at the shop and it was like, over, I mean, basically the dude that had the consignment shop, he shortly after I started working there, like you could tell he couldn't keep up with everything. So we started just to take his stuff online and we took over the whole, like the rest of the shop. Oh, and wow. like ever since then, it's just been manifest and that shit's been sick. There's been yeah. a, a few homies like in that have like helped uh, hold it down, but right now it's just it's me and drew basically cool yeah that's tight how long you been working there then what does that put your timeline at i think four years okay word yeah sick yeah you got another job though too right you were saying yeah right now i work with our homie curly it's actually sick dude because he oh uh, yeah the homie curly has a backyard ramp yeah. yeah and he's so sick he does like any Wednesday he lets the homies from the area like pull up on his ramp and skate it like regardless of the conditions dude when I was uh, living in Raleigh for a little while that was like that was the highlight of my week dude I fucking yes. loved early sessions it's still like that dude yeah no doubt and yeah he owns a body shop okay. and um, it's like a collision specialist and yeah. that's what yeah I work there I just do work. basically help I'm like I just help him with anything he needs I'm like yeah I got you Like, <laughs> yeah I mean body work is a very like specialized trade though are you kind of yeah. like in an apprentice role like are you eventually Basically, trying yeah to... i'm trying to learn like right now i'm working on trying to learn how to buff like okay. any type of like my homie spencer who also rides for the shop manifest he works at uh, csi as well and he's CSI's a painter curly shop yeah csi's curly shop okay, yeah we're... and he paints for curly Damn. and so he'll paint and then the, another homie will put on like the stuff onto the car and then I'll clean it up and I'll see like oh like there's like some there's like a, a sag in the clear of the the paint on it or there's like a scratch or something there's just something that needs to be buffed out there's some trash okay. that needs to be buffed out and then I'll buff it out and that's like what I'm working on right now just cool. to make it like a smoother system 
Gotcha. But yeah, shout out yeah. Curly, dude. He's the shit. Like Curly's yeah, that's man. sick. And Curly, it's yeah. like he's he's also involved in the skate community, and he's like hooking up other skaters with jobs and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Cool, I love that shit. Y'all got each other's back. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking Curly's sessions, man. That's like that's one of the only ramps uh, I've done like a proper air on. Dude, like, yeah. You can just boost a front side air, and like the skate light is like so friendly. Like you can just slide out if you bail. And, like, yep. And I saw you get one on Instagram that was like, it was kind of sick. You kind of like grabbed an indie and your back foot was like almost off the yes. shit. And you were like, oh, I'm taking this bitch in. And you like, dude, yeah, put that's, it in. that's very much me with front side airs. Like, that is, airs aren't like, I love airs, but that's like, I don't know. I don't have the consistency with yeah. it. So when I get that shit, I got to be like fully in it, regardless of how like my feet are set up with it. I'm just trying to take that shit. Yeah. I've like, always wondered, like, I feel like that's something you got to just like get when you're young. Cause some people just got it like super down. Yeah. Like you look at Drew, he can just air like it's a kick turn. Yeah. It's like the raddest shit. Dude, Drew's like, I don't know. He's been skating for a long time, like since he was really young, but he didn't even start to skate transition like that until huh. he was like an adult basically. Yeah. That's wild. And like, yeah. Cause he was definitely a product of the Durham park. Like, Oh, there's fat ass rails and shit. So like I can, he can nose grind every rail and flip trick down every stair. And like, Damn. he was so sick at all that shit. And yeah. then I guess, I don't know what it was. He just wanted to like conquer the bowl at Durham park and got right. And he figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. He's got lit. And I think like literally skating Curly's ramp, skating at Durham park. And then we have apex, but like apex is like a gentle version of like the Durham bowl essentially. Mm-hmm. And like, having that shit like going to the Durham Park all the time you just feel so much more comfortable and shit and yeah yeah he made that shit happen that shit's dope yeah y'all have like a sick thing out here where it put in perspective when I moved back to Charlotte is like this area has a lot of really good stuff to skate like close together yeah um, especially between like you got several skate parks but then there's also like a really sick backyard scene with yeah. like Curly's ramp and you ever been to Mark's ramp in uh, Poly Springs Mark Lesage that yeah. is I haven't ever been there I've Word. heard of his ramp I've met him actually before in person but yeah never made it out yeah his sessions you know same thing as Curly just like on whatever designated day of the week like he'll have some people out there or at yeah. least he used to I can't I'm not saying like oh everybody go barge your yeah, shit yeah. but like <laughs> But, but yeah, I mean, those I were like, he's had a bunch of like good sessions and his ramp looks sick dude there's, there's butter, a few man, yeah. of them that are in the area that are Dude, people, they're like the reason that so many homies out here rip at these ramps because they have yeah. such good spots. Yeah, no doubt. And has that made you like, I don't know how long these, I don't know how long Curly's Ramp has been around, but like I could tell that you have like a street skating foundation and then you also started to learn transition. Is that yep. pretty like accurate? Yeah, definitely. For sure. Just because like I didn't, I didn't even know how to axle stall until like. Uh, after yeah. graduating high school you know like Damn. like five plus years of skating or yeah. something that's funny uh, but after like um, the Apex Park opened up I learned how to do I'm pretty sure that's where I learned how to axle stall hmm. was like at the Apex Park and that opened up in like 2015 okay. I started skating Wait. in like 2009 or something 2008 or something around that oh, time yeah, yeah. so yeah it was a long ass time dude but um, that would put you right around when I started skating too I think I might have started a little bit before that yeah. Or no wait no I'm tripping dude I started skating in 2004 I did my Damn. I did my because I remember I did my first kickflip in fourth grade it was, it was like a shitty little you know like landed yeah. on the tail like skidded it but like I fucking landed it and I considered that like when I started skating yeah. but then I lost interest because I didn't have any other friends that skated mm-hmm. and it wasn't until like probably around middle school like you know 
three years later that I like actually started skating skating yeah started to like try to like put effort into it yeah and uh shout out Nate Mott he's like the first he's like the first friend I ever had that also skated we grew up in the same area damn that fool rips too he's fucking fucking good but yeah uh, this is a long a long detour to get to the point I was trying to make which is I think one day me and Nate were skating at Chapel Hill Skate Park and I learned how to axle stall on that like snow plow hip thing it's like it's kind of tranny but it's like so mellow that it's like chill yeah. yeah dude I used to go to the Chapel Hill Park and be overwhelmed by everything I didn't even like think about trying yeah. any of the transition stuff I used to love the like wooden uh, street section that they had though like ledge box set up that was sick mm-hmm. dude Chapel Hill had fucking gnarly locals dude and, like, yes there's such a good scene around like, like 2010 like around yeah. that time frame like I would go there and kind of pitter powder around on like the legends and there would be fools like grinding the shit out of the big ramp just like going fast and like yeah like yeah. they knew how to skate a park proper they were skating like, the hubba's transition dude. and shit yeah yeah dude seeing like there used to be an old uh there or there was an old uh like a few old demos there and like seeing the footage of those old demos is so sick like seeing yeah. how they use that park yeah it's like uh it was like the old because it's gone through a few different like setup changes so like seeing oh, how yeah. it's uh used then compared to now is really sick dude shout out c h s p history on instagram dude hell yeah i think that dude is dope yeah i don't know who runs it but that's like he has like a lot of archival footage of kind of like the progression and the changes of the park and it'll be like oh this is a toy machine demo from 2002 or whatever and it's like that's a really fucking cool way to preserve history and that park is sick like it's still up and like running i don't know it's just like a pretty basic design but it's like classic you know you have two walls of like transition with shit in the middle like you can't you can't go wrong with that kind of design it has such good flow you can just go back and forth and you can go around and it reminds me of like the early like 2000s type of setups of like demos like huge fly boxes and shit (laughs) that shit's so sick yeah i've never aired like the the bigger one to the same that yeah, shit's, shit's gnarly weird. and you can go back and watch videos of like fools like tray flipping over the flat and stuff just like yeah. throwing flip tricks over it dude shout out my homie uh ricky Mackey. he was the shit he, he like used to rip I think, that i think I, I think i remember who that is yeah he's the shit dude oh, yeah. he has hella footage out on that thing also the homie ricky kovacs rips that shit mm-hmm. they they're very sick like homies that uh i didn't even know that much when i was like growing up skating around here but like after like growing up and like getting older and then seeing their older footage i'm like damn mad respect after yeah like it puts them. it in perspective for yeah. sure hell yeah and that's why i like one thing that i think is kind of interesting with uh skateboarding like the changing of times or whatever is like i feel like back then around like 2010 to 2015 like there were a lot of local full-length videos that were coming out yeah and nowadays it's like and, and like I would almost take it for granted like okay cool like you know a local video that's tight yeah but like nowadays it's like a really big deal if somebody puts together a local full length because like that's a dying art form yeah like skating's gone very much like you know shorter clips like shorter montages yeah Yeah, and like instagram the the uh, attention span has shortened and i think that's like the main thing the way that people consume media is just different and uh yeah people don't have the attention span for such long like content nowadays so yeah yes but i think some people have it's like a i love the full length like 
for me, like just because I love like all aspects of skating, I think I'll always love a full length. I'll always love like a ten minute video part from my favorite skater. Like I'm one of those types of people, but yeah. not everybody can do that. So yeah, there's got. I feel like people have found a really good. Or some people have found a really good balance of like the. It's like giving you enough that it feels like a full length, but it's quick enough so that people will actually get to the end of it. Yeah, there's like a this new formula. It's usually like two parts and then like a team montage. Yeah, That's yeah, like yeah. A, a pretty. It's like uh, America's really good at that. They have like a bunch of like sick videos like that. Yeah, uh, all the Supreme like FA dude, people yeah, do yeah, stuff like that too. Those videos are sick as fuck, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Same. But, I love that shit. But I do miss like having a bunch of homies over to like actually watch a full length video. Like it would be yeah. like an event like, Oh, the homie got, I remember when, uh, I remember when pretty sweet came out, me and my friends had like a watch party and we had like yes. snacks and drinks and shit. And it was like a big deal. And we were all like tripping out over the tricks they were doing. And it was like yeah. a cool like experience. And you wouldn't really do that with like a 15 minute video. Exactly. I remember when skate shops did like release like video release parties shits like viewings for like pro videos and yeah like you don't they're not doing that anymore they're just it gets it's just different nowadays but I think the local scene is like really sick because you like that's where you can keep that alive like Mm -hmm. a lot of like the local uh, community will support like a full length local project just because it's more relatable and it's like they're it's more they're more engaged into it because it hits a little closer to home and it doesn't have like the market of like the national view Mm -hmm. yeah somebody on the bunt said like as you get older you start to realize that your friends are your favorite skaters yeah that's like so fucking true yeah because i can watch some you know like tech bro just fuck up a picnic table in california all day and it's like <laughs> yes. it's like that does nothing for me but i'll see like somebody kickflip the stair set that i grew up skating and be like oh that was the sickest shit yeah yes. like that'll get me so much more hyped dude same that's the same way i feel like i feel like my homies are not like oh like comparing people and how they are but like i'm just as stoked on my homies as i would be on like a pro skater or like yeah something like that like they all have like you know like amazing qualities to them and i feel mm-hmm. like the older i got like the more i realized that and uh definitely makes you appreciate your the people around you more and like yeah. think about who you have around you too yeah absolutely what's up with uh manifest video is that like a that's on the horizon, huh? Yes, sir. Manifest video. Hopefully, we got. Th- I don't know. Like sometime around October. Hopefully that we're like at least wrapping up, finishing yeah. with it. But we've been filming for a minute with it. Don't want to like go for too long. But it's sure. our first HD video, so we're stoked on it. Mm-hmm. And we have like a lot more fools on the team now that like weren't like filming with us for the last video. So okay. I'm like stoked, and it's like. This like for this video, I feel like we're getting like to work all like a little bit closer on how the video is being like put together and put out. So I feel like it's gonna give a, like a better, not even a better, but like a really good like um, representation of like all the dudes on the team mm-hmm. and a good like look at all the dudes on the team because there's like a bunch of people that like are like very unknown to most of the skate community in the triangle at okay. least. And yeah. uh, it's gonna be cool to try to like you know broadcast them. Yeah, no, absolutely. And there's like a bit of a changing of the guard like that you can tell when every, I don't know, every time I come back to the area and like go to Graveside or like go to Apex or something, there's like some kid I've never seen before that's like 10 times better than me. I'm like, Jesus yes. Christ, where, where do they keep like 
breeding these fucking skate mutants dude yeah it's all the spots that come up they like i feel like right now there's like there's always been such a good like rich uh scene of skateboarders here in North Carolina especially in the triangle but like right now there's like so many good places to skate that and it's so it's so accessible right now that it's like breeding so many good skaters that are just popping off like like all of the homies rip out here dude there's so many good people some like good in all types of ways like good potential with skateboarding there's people like doing so much good for their communities and um this shit's sick to see and like that's like one of my favorite things about Manifest like we have like all of our dudes are really good at skateboarding but then they're also like really good dudes that are like doing stuff in the community for their own like kind of respective uh, communities too um, like mm-hmm. the like our two they have, we have two dudes that ride for the team Spencer and Cole and they're two brothers that do their um, they have a clothing company that's really like a brand that they're like kind of branching out into like more than just clothing they're trying to do a bunch of shit and uh, it's sick to like see how they interact with the community too. Um, Is that where I've seen? I think I've seen on Instagram they do like live screen printing, like demos or whatever, or, like yes, print sir. your own shirt type things, Labouche. like they'll set up in little vendors and stuff. Yeah, called Labouche. Yep, yep, Labouche. They Labouche. they got like a thing where they like they're trying to get you know they're getting to it like they're just trying to get their like ideas out and also they're like finding ways to like support themselves while doing it, which is really sick. Like mm. they're they have they're printing for other people they're printing their own graphics they have the live printing aspect as well like they have like a kind of like a a grip on all these different angles of getting it out yeah yeah for sure shout out LaBouche they're they're coming up for sure cool might have to cop some fucking gear yeah facts get get the LaBouche swag they hook you up with free shit for repping them yeah, sometimes for oh, sure. Damn, you're on the team. Honestly, I try to I try to buy as much shit from them as <laughs> yeah. I can, though, yeah. dude. Just because, like, I don't know, they're, they're the shit. I want their shit to sell. Yeah, but I have like a bunch of homies that give me like shit for free to like wear it and try to like promote it. So I'm always just doing that. But yeah, definitely Labouche. I don't like I don't ride for anybody, but Labouche and Manifest. So okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> take that sponsored as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you want, you can be sponsored by the Lurk Report. Dude, fuck yeah! I'm down. I'm yeah. part of the Lurk Gang. I got, I got to get the interview. I'm stoked. Yeah, I can't, I can't give you shit, but uh, <laughs> dude, this, yeah, who needs shit? Yeah, that's I got what I'm saying. Material anyways. things, who knows? Whatever. But yeah, I did hit like a fucking creative block with merch. I gotta like figure out my next shirt design or something. Dude, but, talk to the Labouche Bros. Guarantee yeah, they'll get you something fucking. For me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they'll get you something good for All sure. Right, shit, I, dude, that's a funny thing. There's a lot of screen printers in skateboarding. I almost have to like. I feel bad because I like pick one homie when I know another homie is like, yeah. oh, oh, yo, I'd be super down to like print your shit for you. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. it's a hard game. And it's like, there's so many dudes trying to put out there. And I'm not printing like hundreds of shirts. I'm printing like maybe 20. Yeah, you know yeah exactly. <laughs> but no, I, I can relate to that. Like I never meant for like the Lurk Report to be a brand, but it is fucking sick to like have something you can work on, like similar to like Labouche like you can take it as far as you want like you can build it like as much as you want to put yeah. effort into it and yeah. I'm definitely not claiming to be like as ambitious or productive as they are as a brand but I see him on Instagram and it's like yeah gets me stoked motivates dude, me to like yeah. work a little harder on my shit so dude yeah and that's the same way I feel seeing all types of local shit like seeing the lurk report seeing Labouche it like makes me want to do like more shit for manifest and then I'll like mm-hmm. think of like I don't know, it just definitely fuels, like, the ideas and the motivation behind a lot of the shit we do. Yeah. 
I feel that. What's the uh, what's the first manifest video? And is it like is it online? It is. It's called Hit Bull Win Steak. It is an all VX video filmed mostly by Mike, our homie Jake Hively. And uh, um, Jake Ively runs Pals, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. He runs Pals okay. Skate Shop. Putting the pieces together. Yeah, he used to get before because he was also holding down the shop with us for a while, um, like for yeah, like years. Basically, uh-huh. he was like helping Mike with a lot of ideas, and he was like uh, working at the shop. And then um, what's it called? He had moved to Chicago for a little bit, and like was there for a while, and then he moved back, and then he opened Pals up, and like has been doing that since, which is hype. Yeah. That's rad. But yeah, Hitbull Win Steak. Um, I can't remember what year it came out, but it's on YouTube. And that mm-hmm. was like a very sick video. That one was like one of my favorite ones too. Cause it was like the first time I was working on a video with like a group of homies that was like, you actually knew was going to come out. Like okay, I'd worked in a bunch of videos, but like I didn't really know exactly like what was going to like be done with them. But I was like really hype on this one because we had a, I'd never ridden for a shop also that was like actually filming skate video so it was hype yeah was that your first like video part i had like video parts before like for like a couple of my homies like shout out my homie chill street moose uh, chill street moose yeah that's a dope name yeah uh, jake (laughs) um but he 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 lived in orlando and i filmed a part with him while living in between north carolina and orlando like right before coming back here so probably not somebody i know he still lives in orlando yeah he still lives in orlando but um yeah, I filmed like a couple video parts with him, and then when I got back, like the manifest part was like the death of the like one I had like actually like worked on and like tried to think about shit I was gonna film. But mm-hmm. yeah, do you watch like old videos of yourself and cringe? Did you do mm-hmm. some like wacky shit, or were you always like pretty tasteful with your, your filming? Oh, shit? dude, I mean, I've I've done. I feel like I've done all types of like what could be cringy shit, but I just I think it's funny. Yeah. Like <laughs> I like because I don't I don't know I don't like. I don't believe in like, oh, like you shouldn't do this trick or that trick. And I like, I believe everyone has their opinions and should say their opinions and should think them yeah. and do whatever, you know, skate how you want to. But I like all types of shit. I think that shit's hilarious. So I definitely like will look back at myself doing like, like different no comply shit and just laughing. Cause I'm like, I don't even do shit like that now. Right. Like just random things that I don't even, I don't know. I put so much effort into uh, like my earlier days of skating that I look back at now. I'm just like, uh, yeah. All that time I could have been doing something else. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. But yeah, I mean, it's all part of the journey and everyone's skateboarding like evolves and changes over time. Yeah. And uh, so you're what, around like 25, 26? 26, yeah. 26. About to turn 27 in August. Do you feel like you're still progressing at skating? Oh, hell yeah. That's sick. Yeah, for sure. I, Dude, I, I always say, like, I'm always like definitely trying to work towards something i'm like the type of person that will write down like oh i'm gonna go to the park and fucking Whoa. do this trick and dude, so that's yeah dope. i'll definitely that's like i feel like I, I think of that shit like a game dude i have to have a goal so that okay. yeah damn uh, respect i'm unfortunately the opposite i feel like i've kind of maxed out <laughs> and now i just like i just try to keep what tricks i have and yeah but that's least, part of the game at least, at least try to have fun while i see if i have you know if i'm like if I go to a session and then leave feeling better than when I went, then I'm like, check success. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Sometimes so, that's all it's about. It's just yeah. like every game is different, you know? You're, so you're playing it for different reasons, different objectives. Mm-hmm. Like you're, if you get that good feeling, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. But you've been, you've been posting some wild fucking clips that I'm like, dude. hell yeah, this dude is like still pushing as hard as, you know, most 
18, 20 year old skaters. Dude, appreciate it. Trying to. Yeah. Trying to be in the meta, dude. Trying to use damn Instagram how the kids do, dude. Yeah, get, get your uh, get your fucking metrics up. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you about broke the internet with your nolly flipping the rain, dude. Was yeah, I was one. stoked on that one. Yeah. I was honestly just hype on the song. Okay. I was trying a different trick and it started like I got. I was trying to skate the rail, but it got and I was like all like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just keep doing it, dude. Like fuck the rain, and I got buckled by myself, like in the rain, trying to skate the rail. Yeah, so that's where the that's where the nollie flip came from was just like all right i gotta land something yeah plan b we're gonna pivot we're not gonna skate a fucking rail in the rain yeah so, yeah we're gonna that's a king of the road challenge you remember king of the road videos dude dude i wanted i wish i could have been on a king of the road that should be so sick Damn. oh man yeah there's a i don't know much about this but there was like this thing called sunset park of the road hosted by some homies with like backyard ramps in Wilmington and I think it was kind of like a scavenger hunt like kind of local king of the road type of vibe yeah or something and I feel like if that was still a thing Darren would be like a serious contender dude we have (laughs) we have some hitters like honestly yeah Darren would be a problem like the homies out here are are nice for sure yeah yeah, I would be stoked to do some shit like that. I do, like at Manifest, we try to think about random things that aren't like a contest that we could do because yeah. contests are like we love it and it gets the people hyped up, but like it can get tired and some people want something more you know different and we yeah. also want shit that other people that aren't just trying to push their skill set in skating to be involved with. Yeah, and I feel like with point. the scavenger hunt type deal, you can just get in your fucking van with your homie who skates like once a month because like his fucking you know he has a job but he has some time off and yeah. you guys are doing this thing like I feel like you could do that and it would be sick and yeah. if we like dude yeah I would love to do an event like that out here that'd be dope yeah I feel like switch hard flip revert would be like one of those crazy like <laughs> yeah, in, in the very points. in the very back of the book 100 points <laughs> that's that a fucking dope one but yeah, I, show, I was talking to my friend last night and uh we we're talking about the podcast and I was like, yeah, I'm getting back into it. I got my next couple of interviews tomorrow. Like, and I was like, here's who I'm interviewing. This dude fucking rips. And I showed him your clips and he was like, he's like, he's like not a skater. So he doesn't really like, he doesn't really understand like skater fashion. Yeah. And he was like, dude, that guy's got the biggest fucking shorts I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah. No, you, dude, that's the goal. Yeah. I agree. I try to get, I don't know. Baggy shit is my shit. I just love that. That, I don't know. That look is my shit. Yeah. Yeah, you you run it well, Preach. but that's a cool like, almost on some like early two thousands Jinko shit. Yeah, big dude, ass pants. They're back, dude. Exactly. It's like in trend, and also like it's this is fucking weird, but like the way that like Instagram promotes your shit, all of that, all of the shit matters. Like your colors and like how your Whoa. shit looks is you have uh, to like curate an aesthetic. Yeah, like that shit will get crazy. you more views, and like brighter colors are broadcast better on a on the for the algorithm, and uh, yeah, you'll notice brighter colored videos will do better than like a dark toned video okay. in most. Uh, but shit like that, and I always think about shit like that. So I'll like, i be like, fuck it, I'm gonna wear the the damn bright purple shirt today. Like, yeah, see if it does better. I'm trying to give you an Instagram review here, but my fucking connection's not working. Oh, dude, we have Wi-Fi. So you need a fucking, uh, you need a social media team. Oh, there's, yeah, you're about to be a dad, huh? Dude, yeah, that's fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. man. What's Appreciate the, um, that. I don't know what, like, do you feel ready or do you feel like it's something you're just gonna have to figure out, like, as it goes? Dude, hundred percent ready. 
was okay. like Dude, that's, super ready. I've been like counting the days down. <laughs> that's a rare answer. I feel like a lot of people just get like thrust into parenthood and they're yeah. like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to wing it and just hope for the best. Yeah. But that's cool. So did y'all know you wanted a kid? Like we've, that me and, cause me and my, uh, my fiance Madison have been together for 11 years. So nice. like we've definitely talked about having kids before, but we haven't, we were never trying to have kids or anything like that. But like when it happened, it was like hype. It was just like, okay. oh shit, like that's sick. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was definitely, I think it's, it's like, cause we had the luxury of just being in a comfortable relationship where we're like, we've been together for so long and had like so much time to like grow and like deal with all of our own personal issues that we've been like, now we feel comfortable that like, yeah, we could raise a child. Like I feel like it's definitely going to be hard and there's going to be struggle, but yeah, like, yeah. Also I'm one of those people that like, I don't, I like, I'm just like, I'm more anxious about it. I'm like, oh, I just want to like go head on at it. Like I want it to like be here now so that we can no, figure it out rather than like, yeah. Oh, I need more time. Like, I feel like the more time I have, yeah. the more anxious I'll be like about it. But part of my like theory about you skating so hard lately is because I feel like you're about to have like no free time being a dad. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> also very true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's funny. Yeah. I'm trying to go on trips, uh, trying to skate as much as I can because I'm definitely going to have like a probably a little hiatus, but yeah, yeah I'm definitely, I would be able to like, I'm a morning person, so I mm. feel like I'll be able to take care of the baby Early, like me and my lady will be able to have a good schedule worked out to really like be working, able to find working time. Shifts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like to where I can take cool. it early in the morning, and then, like you know, when she, once my, once Madison is able to step in, she'll be able to, and then I'll have time to work, skate. I feel like it's also like even if I have time away from skating, I've uh, never. It doesn't like bother me too much, like. Yeah. And especially with something like like having a baby, I don't feel like I'll be like too like anxious to like get back to skating. I feel like I'll be more concerned about like with what's going on at home. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, yeah, I think a little hiatus from skating every now and then is healthy. Yeah, it's like for in the sure. same way that you like take a tolerance break from weed or something. Yeah, yeah, hell you can yeah. totally do that with skateboarding. And I never do that shit ever because I have the worst <laughs> control with shit like that. So this will probably be like great for me. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, Man, that's exciting. You know, are are you gonna like try to get them to skate when they're ready? Oh, I can't wait! Like, I'm gonna take her to the park. So it's a girl. Ace. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's cool. a girl. Her name is Santana. Oh wow! Um, yeah, you already got the name. Stoked. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah! Definitely like a like just kind of a random thing that we thought of. I'm gonna think of the time we we're both like, oh yeah, that's dope. Like, fuck it, let's why not? We're it's like our choice, anyways. Um, but yeah, I want to like bring her around skating as much as possible hopefully that enough like well or hopefully that will be enough to yeah. influence her to like be into skating but if she's not like that's fine it sure. doesn't it doesn't like i won't be hurt about it but it would be very sick if she was into skating that'd be mm-hmm. really cool what did your parents think about skating when you were little were they down with it or were they yes and i was raised by my mom and okay, like right. she was not that my mom was a nurse and she's oh, been all yeah. types of yeah. different nurses actually and she's just not like even now she's still like we'll see a video of me falling and like cringe like cause she follows me on instagram and she'll like comment like funny shit oh, like dude, yeah. oh, little tracy needs a helmet like shit like that you got folded on the ledge of apex dude yeah, yeah. you like slipped out and landed on your fucking back on your board dude yeah the people yeah, don't even smoked. everyone's like oh your shin is fucked i'm like dude my side is gone <laughs> i landed almost primo on it yeah, and then you, the truck got your me body. <laughs> but, That's yeah. Fucked. but yeah my mom was like 
she was definitely supportive of me skating uh, after I got a little bit more into it, and she realized like, oh, he's like once she realized I could like actually land tricks and not hurt myself immediately. Because yeah. definitely at the beginning, I was definitely going outside and then coming back in all fucked up and being like, oh, I fell. Yeah, and then she was bummed on it. Um, but yeah, then also I would like skating. I would like not want to do anything else or like even school and shit like that. So I would like skip school or like wait for my mom to leave to go to work and act like I got on the bus and oh, then just get dude. on the city classic. bus and go skate downtown. Fucking classic move. <laughs> yeah. So my mom associated skating like with shit like that for a while. So it was like, she didn't want me to skate. But after I like graduated and like got older, she like realized like, oh shit, it's, it's actually like a better thing than, it's a better thing for me than what other like routes could have been taken. Yeah, that's cool. And do you look at your own experience with like your mom and do you look at her as like a reference for like how to proceed with parenthood when it's like your turn? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's fucking, that's a, that's wild. That's kind of yeah. deep, honestly, but Dude, I, yeah. I don't mean to get all like psychological or whatever, but no, I mean, it's true. I, I definitely look at it like honestly a lot because like I feel like everybody growing up has hardships and issues like with their parents specifically and, um, like I don't think there's any like there's obvious ways to be a bad parent but if you're putting an effort and you're trying and you're having like ideals that aren't hurting your child up front like I can't call you a bad parent you know so just because I don't agree with everybody's like routes that they took it for as far as parenting I you know I don't think that it would make them a bad parent but I definitely look at it and see like okay well this is what I would do seeing that like already seeing that angle being taken as a parent and seeing the outcome I can kind of adjust to what I would do if I'm in that situation I definitely take that into consideration for sure yeah that's deep man I still don't know if uh being a parent is for me like you know everyone's got their their uh their take on it but I know less and less people that are like stoked on having kids so it's actually like kind of rad that you are yeah I mean it's and it makes sense dude it's not an easy thing to do like if I wasn't and like I really do feel like I'm blessed in the situation that I'm in like not everybody has a stable relationship that and not to say that I have like oh like such a great easy relationship like it's like shit that's hard but like we feel comfortable enough with each other that like we don't feel stressed about it just like naturally and Mm -hmm. um yeah without like I couldn't imagine if I wasn't in the relationship that I'm in with my like now I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do the skating that I do honestly even probably because I like I have so much support and like an aspect of my life that it helps me be able to not worry about certain things I am able to go skate and yeah so stoked honestly I'm just in a good situation oh yeah yeah I'm sure a lot of skaters out there can relate to uh you know not giving their partner enough attention because they're like just busy skating and like Dude, it's the know, fucking hardest yeah, shit to yeah. balance. That shit like, is really hard. Shout out all the girlfriends, boyfriends, anything. Shout out all the significant others. That shit's tough. You date a skater. If you deal with a skater, salute. There needs, <laughs> yeah, there could be a whole podcast about dating skaters yeah. instead of skating. It's fucking treacherous work out here yeah. all the way around. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody's got to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, fuck yeah. Let me uh, rack my brain for topics. Oh yeah, I want to talk. There's one thing the 
um, talking about like when I first moved to Durham, dude, I just wanted to shout out Ujama Skate Shop. That was like the first, Oh, fuck, that was like dude. the first skate shop in Durham, at least that I knew about and that like had been around. And, um, the owner of that is Nicholas Spalding and he's so sick, like such a rad dude that like he inspired Mike to make manifests. He inspired okay. me to like skate. Even still, like now he owns a restaurant called Pure Soul and mm-hmm. it's like an all vegan joint and it's down off 15501 and it's like popping like this shit's so good and it's doing like really well. And like without him and like his input in Durham skateboarding, Durham wouldn't be how it is. Like he was he was the homie back in the day giving people free shit and like he couldn't keep his his shop open. He had like random shit happened after another like leaks issues just issues with the places that he was in and he was still doing everything he could for like all the homies trying to like get it out there skating so definitely shout mm-hmm. out nick spaulding dude that's a good one i'm glad you pulled that back and uh the name ujama like that just brought back some deja vu like yes. like when i was first like when i first went to check out the durham skate park like i'm sure somehow like that name got thrown around and i, or I heard yep. that somehow yep it was the it was the only shop in Durham and it was so sick the way I know it was the truth even though I like wasn't even like that like into like far into skating is that they used to sell iPaths and like oh hell yeah like that was like their main shoe like the shoe they had the most of was iPaths and like I was like damn they're the truth dude I feel like you are like the perfect iPath skater if they were still around like you would be running that shit I look at iPath shoes on eBay still Damn. Like I would, I still think about ordering them sometimes. Like if they came back, I would definitely the, skate the them. cat. How you feel about the yeah, cat? Yeah, dude, I love the cat. That's like <laughs> That's the wallaby one. type boot yeah. thing. That yeah. shit is sick. I would skate that shit. I had actually had the opportunity to get a pair, but they were like eleven and a half, so I wear a damn thirteen, and it was right, not okay. going. Yeah, that's too bad. But yeah, talking about Ujama. So, you know, they, they had to shut down for whatever reasons and so have, unfortunately, many, many other skate shops. What do you think, like, separates the shops that are able to stay open and have, like, a prolonged life versus the ones that, that end up closing before their time? Yeah. I mean, like, there's a, like, there's a few different situations. I feel like there's certain... I feel like certain shops, like, have really good investment up front. And like with a business or a brand, if you have really good investment up front, you're you you're a little bit more likely to succeed. And then there's people that are in a position that like they were they happen to have the a business or a brand in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And there's people that have the business and brand in the wrong place or wrong time. It's you know good in other aspects. Just it was unfortunate, like an unfortunate event, something like that. And I feel like that's like the, with Manifest, to be honest, I feel like we, uh, there was like a need for a skate shop in Durham. So there was like such a, a demand for it that it was like, we were, we just happened at the, to be at a good time for it all. Like when we opened, um, cause shortly after opening is around the time they announced that skateboarding is going to be the, in the Olympics. And there's like a, a couple years in between there, but just, you know, situationally skateboarding became more popular. Uh, we were already in demand of a small niche skate scene in Durham and then um, like skateboarding got bigger and then we just got the support of all these new people coming into it mm-hmm. and um, then honestly the the pandemic happened and then that got so many more people skating True. and so like all these different situations just kind of happened to like even just keep us around as long as we have been because not a lot of shops even make it to five years you know yeah. so 
Is that how long Manifest's been up and running? Five years? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So what? Or, I think five years is actually coming up. Five years is August 17th. Mm-hmm. That's five years. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, and and definitely like, I mean, I, I, I don't really think about stuff like that being that I'm not working in the shop. Like I don't really know shit about investors or like how getting off the ground really works. But just from, you know, a layman's point of view, one thing that I think Manifest does really well is like, invest not only in product but like invest in like getting people stoked on your shop by like hosting events by you know doing contests videos like you know like i think manifest is just a good example from what i've seen like i'm not going to claim like oh i'm fucking in the durham scene or whatever just from what i see like that investment like giving back to the community will pay for itself like in the long run you know what i mean yeah and that's i would and and i think that probably is what like help certain shops stay around maybe longer than others that don't do that as well like because if you participate in your scene you will grow your scene more people will come in and then that will be more people buying your products and keeping your doors open yep and that's literally like i that's like the other aspect to manifest besides the situation of like being like you know just happening happening to like coincidentally be there but um Mike being like thinking how he does and like he wanted to open a skate shop but also he wanted to like do shit for like skaters and other people in the community and like him the way that he uh went about doing the skate shop is definitely what attributed to being like ha- like being as loved as it is now because mm-hmm. honestly the people of Durham love Manifest not even like to speak so highly or whatever of us but like honestly just from the feedback that I see and like from how I see people talk about things that the shop has done which all of that is like Mike's not all of it but most of that is Mike's like just ideas and his willingness to be open to taking these opportunities that are presented to him and uh, you know be like involved with communities that it might feel kind of even difficult to involve yourself with sometimes like Mike is like a really open and willing person and because of that we've been able to really connect with the community and like Mm -hmm. I feel honestly I feel like that's what's gonna like help our further growth is that because our like home base and like our foundation supports us so well that like it'll give us like this room to like grow further into other like you know communities and just get bigger sure and I wonder I, I think manifest is like uh it kind of cracked me up when I walked in for the first time and saw like it's just like a narrow little sliver of a hallway like it's not it's not really an ideal place to like host a skate shop you know like you're probably limited in the amount of like product you can carry just by the physical space not being large yes dude that's the everyday constant struggle of so so I feel like if just like any random Joe Schmo were to open up a shop in that location it probably wouldn't really work out that well yeah dude it's definitely difficult and like that's why shout out drew for being like a part of it all and like helping and ever since he's been like working at the shop consistently he's helped out a lot with like the inventory and like helping keep everything uh is that some how it is shit over there yeah literally from where we're sitting right now (laughs) there's a bunch of shit that is for the shop that's just sitting at the house because drew's just letting us like he's basically his house is like our storage you know like (laughs) yeah we don't have enough room in the shop to like hold everything so if it's not there even we have it listed online you know you can buy it online and it'll ship it straight out to you from the house like oh shit yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, dude, the uh, small that's shop. Cool. Is yeah, a there's, there's a fucking like DIY ethic to it. I think that's great. Yeah, we love it, dude, and it's honestly the best. Like, 
property is so expensive and renting is insane. So like the no situation doubt, yeah. that we're in with like the landlord and like how much for what like we have right now, that wouldn't make sense for us to be anywhere else like okay. to try to go anywhere else to try to yeah. make any new situation up leasing. It wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. Y'all have a good relationship with the landlord. It's amazing. Okay, yeah. cool. So it's somebody that like likes what you guys do and like yeah. works with you and not exactly. just some like fucking some dickhead with like money signs in their eyes. Yep. No, cool, if they man. were, they could have totally just, had us up out of there yeah, and who yeah. knows what happens in the future. But so far, you know, they've been really good to us and like this, it's like, yeah, it's definitely a blessing because not everybody gets that. I've seen so many situations recently where people are just kind of put out because somebody is willing to pay more than they are Yeah, and who, these owners are just not willing to say no to the money. Dude, Charlotte is fucking terrible for that. It's like yeah. every week I see on Instagram some like super sick local restaurant that's been there for 20 years. It's just like done. And yeah. there's a fucking Chipotle going there instead. You know, it's, exactly. it's, it's a huge bummer. But I think Durham has like maintained a lot of its like soul despite yeah. kind of growing and it's the Whatever. people, dude. The people of Durham. Like, I always end up talking to people at the shop about this. Like, new people that come in from different areas that are, like, kind of asking about how skating in the area is. And, like, I always just end up telling, like, people that it's it just feels... I don't know how to explain it, but, like, the people of Durham are, like, really cool not everybody obviously but like the most of the people in Durham that I meet are really friendly for the most part and it's like uh I feel like people interact with people in a different way than most areas that I've lived in I've lived in a bunch of different places mm-hmm. and uh just Durham is just definitely a different type of uh I don't know like how to put it, like, energy or something you know like it definitely feels different when you interact with new people or even people that you have seen or like, maybe met a few times but uh right. the people of Durham are definitely what keeps it cool and like how it is yeah that's great that's I don't know and that's cool like unfortunately I don't really feel like I live where I'm supposed to be I'm kind of like would like to get out of my city and not live somewhere different for a little while yeah but uh yeah I guess congratulations on like finding your niche like finding where you where you belong where you want to start a family appreciate it you know running yeah have a heavy hand in the scene that's it's dope man yeah dude hopefully we want to like we love Durham and I feel like Durham is such a good like hub like there's so much good going on around Durham too like in the like larger aspect of like the whole east coast there's so much good shit going on that like hopefully hopefully like we could do some shit that just expands beyond even this area you know like okay uh we'll see we'll see where the future goes but we got we got a lot of shit coming so you're talking about manifest yeah yeah with manifest like it um, like I, know, I love Durham, but I feel like we like even when we go take trips places as a team with Manifest, we like get so much like uh, positive reception that it sure. gives us like uh, ambition to do things that spread even just beyond North Carolina or Durham and okay, cool. and whichever like who knows how so like yet, but like we that stuff that we like we think about all the time. So hopefully like something like that soon or in the future, you know, hopefully we'll be able to expand in some way like yeah. that. No doubt. It was sick rolling up on you guys in Asheville that one time. You remember Dude, that? Yeah, that up. was sick. Yeah, was that like, trip was dope. Boys, what's up? Y'all were getting down on that quarter. Dude, yeah. Sick. 
there is yes uh the the workers there like the volunteers there recently replaced the coping on that like big quarter pipe that you were skating where it had the oh, chunk in the middle damn oh, so yeah. it's grinding good again it's grinding yeah <laughs> dude so i actually used to live in Asheville. okay um Word. in between like when i moved back to uh florida after graduating in 2014 i stayed there for a while but around 2016 i lived in Asheville for like seven months. Hmm. Um, it was really, really Arden, but like right outside of Asheville. Okay. So I was at the Foundy all the time. Damn and sick. Yeah, I was, that's, that's actually where I like really like attribute my like transition skills that I learned. Like I really learned a lot of shit there. Mm-hmm. Like at Apex, I feel like I learned like some base stuff, but like Foundy kind of just like, you had to like really have your shit to be able to do anything at yeah, Foundy. It's, it's tough, dude. Yeah. It's a, it's a wild Even to zone. fucking axle stall, 50 grind, board slide, anything. So I feel like that just honestly made me a better skater. Like being able, or just a more skilled skater, like going out there and just like spending all my fucking time because I had nothing better to do. I didn't have a job. Yeah. I was just getting robbed. I got robbed out there twice by homeless people. Like at Foundation? Uh, not at Foundation. Okay, one was at Food Lion Park. Damn. Which yeah. that was a gnarly one. That's the homie a... like took my backpack and like I'm across the park and homie like randomly grabbed my bag and I just happened to see it out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, what the fuck? And I run like after him because he starts dipping around a corner and as I turn the corner where the old like uh, covered uh, bathroom area used to be that's gone now, I turn the corner there, there's a car in the middle of the road and he just jumps in the fucking car with the backpack. And damn. I'm I'm like damn like and there's a shorty in the driver's seat, and she's dri- supposed to be driving, but she's just looking at me. Like, I don't know if she's like shocked, like the homie really stole the bag. I don't know what the fuck, but it looks like it's like a setup. Like they're trying to they're supposed to take off, but because the homie didn't take off, I'm like in the car, like trying to ho- open the door still, and I'm like punching this dude through the window, but also trying to like grab my fucking damn. bag. <laughs> and yeah, then eventually this fucking the shorty drives off. And I'm like, 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 like holding onto the car, but I just let go because I'm like about to get fucking dragged. No, but yeah, that's like my experience out there. I definitely Damn, got hectic. robbed a few times. Yeah, that was gnarly. That's I can't like picture you punching anyone, but I guess uh, no, we're not wanting. You, to. I just wanted my shit back. Yeah, I had like unleash the beast and fucking find out. <laughs> yeah, no, I was pissed, dude. I almost had the homie too, and he was like in the other side of the car, like holding the door, like trying to close it. And like, he was screaming too, like trying to tell the, the girl to like drive. And damn. she was like stunned, but yeah, I almost had my bag, but definitely. Cause I was like, damn, if I can't get my bag from him, I'm about to punch the shit out of him or something. You feel me? Yeah. Like just at least I was just fuck furious. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, I was like out of all the backpacks, like why did you steal mine? Like what the fuck? You have like a bunch of valuables in there. I had some brand new bones, like, uh, like cruiser wheels that the homie had just given me because oh, I was like like riding back and forth from the damn bus stop everywhere so I was like oh fuck yeah like I'm gonna switch these on and off and I'm like on the street Dude, I used to do that too I used yes. to switch my wheels out when I would like skate transportation they had bearings in them too you feel me like okay, I had a fresh word. pair of bearings and I had like like I don't know like maybe an ounce of weed or some shit like 180 damn. bucks worth of weed Oh damn! And the homie stole my. I was like, I had just got it that day. I was so bummed. Dude, that's fucked. Yeah, but I mean, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah, you got. Hopefully, he used it well. You got a story out of it. Yeah, yeah. Or or paid for it somehow later on in life. I'm a karma guy. What what comes around? Oh, dude, what no, goes I mean, around comes around. To be honest, yeah, I don't know what I do. Remember, I would like ride on the bus and be like, I'm gonna find this motherfucker, dude. Like, <laughs> You're like looking up. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that, that dude is in a way worse situation than I was. So. 
Dude, Asheville's a crazy fucking zone. There's some yeah. weirdos that hang out out there. That's what I'm saying. At least, hopefully, I mean, hopefully he sold that weed and fucking made some money. Because he didn't have straight up money. He just had some shit he could make money off of, I guess. Yeah, hit the hit the pawn shop with the fucking wheels. You see your wheels like in the yeah. window of a pawn shop. You're like, motherfucker. Yeah, you go to the fucking, damn, yeah. I don't know what he expected to do with that shit. It was basically useless, but whatever. Yeah, you'll have that. What were some of your favorite, like, features at Foundation? Because like, Foundation has kind of, like, morphed over time. But Yes. So, my favorite to skate initially was the little, like, bank to ledge type deal. It's, like, almost like a cur- like a big curb on top of the bank. It's kind of rounded over now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. um, it used to be, like, a straight-up ledge, but because it's so rounded, it's, like, hard to, like, skate like a ledge. Yeah. Um, more like a slap. that shit you know? was sick. I don't know why, but I, like, always would do, like, tail stall like tricks on that and that's actually where I learned like I first for the first time did a, like a flip trick out of a tail stall like oh, I did cool. a back tail stall and like flipped out that was the first time ever yeah that's rad but that one and then the um the you know how there's the longer quarter pipe that isn't it has the extension on it mm-hmm. uh the longer smaller part I learned how to front blunt on that and I liked that quarter Damn, pipe a lot sick. so that was like I spent a bunch of time skating yeah. that shit I like that one too it's like it's kind of falling apart now it's like crunchy as hell last time I went it was but, fucked I couldn't yeah, even 50 it it's almost like not skatable anymore yeah. but uh yeah I definitely like gravitated to that one too because I grew up like kind of a mini ramp skater like I skated this indoor park that had a mini ramp and that was like small and like really mellow just like a mini ramp is yeah, you know yeah. what I mean so I was like damn it's like a crusty DIY version of like the shit that I know how to skate yeah but then I'd be yeah. confused as to why I couldn't like do a 5-0 because like you just get denied by that coping <laughs> the, block, the shit yeah. like sticks out so far and I'm like fuck dude I have to like slappy into this thing dude yeah no that shit humbled the fuck out of me I remember <laughs> yeah. for a while thinking like oh dude like I'm transition is like pretty easy like it didn't even take me that long to get good at that and then I was like wait hold on I can't like everything there I couldn't yeah. grind anything at Foundy when I first got there and I was like holy shit I fucking still can't dude that place is hard to skate it's real I love Foundy because of that like it, yeah. it's such a every once once you go there you just you have more respect for everything that's been done there and even like the people that build the shit there because they build everything and they fucking rip yeah they're geniuses yeah they're so sick it's so cool to see them operate I've helped with like two different like times that they were out there I've only been out there like two different days but every like both times was so sick and like mm-hmm. I'm just like taking little cinder blocks and like bullshit to the side and like helping with like little grunt work but yeah, it's you're so like, cool I don't know just what I'm to doing, be involved like, yeah get get in there yeah hell yeah that's dope yeah and, and that's like Asheville is like a or Asheville Foundation is one of those places that like puts North Carolina on the map in like a grander context because yeah. I've been to um I don't know. I've just like been to other states and mentioned North Carolina, and they're always like, "Oh, is that where like Asheville Foundation Dude, is?" Yeah. It's like, yeah. They're like, "Oh, that cool like green park, with, like DIY park with the bowl." Dude, yeah. Like, now yeah. the bowl is done. That shit is so crazy, and a lot yeah. of people know it for that too. It's just it's, it's like when I was skating there, that Dude. shit wasn't even be like even being worked on it. That time. shit is like a feat of engineering. They have like arches built into it and everything. Yeah. It's like insane how, how like high quality they build all their shit. And just filled with fucking beer cans. Like that shit's insane, <laughs> dude. Like they're yeah. so sick. Those dudes are like, yeah, gnarly. I would love to see them have like an area and a budget to build a whole skate park. Yeah. That would be fucking so sick. Dude, has Durham ever had a DIY? 
Durham has a DIY currently. No way. Yeah, it's okay. like a random small DIY that's been there for a few years that I don't know who made it, honestly. And it's, I'm not even worried about it blowing it out, but because it's like there's not shit there. And like, I think that they added like a little, like for a long ass time, there was nothing in the entrance of it, but now they have a maybe a little fence or a sign or something at the entrance okay. of it. So you have to park outside of where the spot is. But it's very like just some concrete ledges with angle iron and a poorly built little transition shit but it's a cool the cool little area if people had more like if people put some more effort into it it would be like really really sick um yeah but yeah we're i think we i want to do some type of diy shit but like i think we have other like different ideas in mind we're trying to like work with the city on some uh spots around like the city type deal that's one thing i've run into with my city is like building a DIY is like relatively straightforward like you know you you shovel some concrete and you smooth it out and like it's like not to say that it's easy but it's straightforward like building something is like pretty cut and dry whereas the opposite end of that like going through all the legal hoops and like talking to the right you know agencies within the city and like that's that's what I've been trying to you know do on my end and there's no fucking like recipe or like clear formula on how to do that Dude, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of the shit that, like, you're posting having to go to the town council meetings and shit like that, and that's actually shit that we did when, because I was, when I was living in Apex, we did a lot of the same shit to get the Apex Park built, oh, because sick. before, like, I yeah. lived there before it was, like, even a thing, and, um, yeah, me and my homies actually did a bunch of fundraising and shit to, like, get the just any like attention to like oh they they want a skate park or whatever oh, yeah and apparently people had tried years prior to that in the same area but like just didn't get any type of reception from mm-hmm. the city but then we ended up working with like a cop in the area and because he kept kicking us out of like spots and shit and um because of that cop he basically at first was like kind of like well I'm sorry kids like you're fucked and but then <laughs> uh, like kind of like thought about it more and then started to end, like work with us I don't remember how it all went but it was like a whole kind of big thing at the time yeah. um, that he was just taking charge and being like oh well I'm gonna help you guys get a skate park or somewhere to skate we didn't know like oh it was gonna be a skate park but especially he, like a nice one with a big budget like Apex yeah, yeah dude we was, and we were just fucking high school kids that are like all right, whatever. Like, and he, we went to meetings with this fool and he would go to, he would go to those town council meetings, like the shit that you're going to and like having to talk to people, he would go and he would talk for us. Okay. And there was only like one time that he was like, all right, there's a town council meeting where they're going to actually approve if you guys can get space for a skate park. Because at that time we already had done a bunch of just funding on our own by having, skate contests that were all like all of the obstacles were just wooden obstacles or little like element rails that were donated and we threw them in a damn a parking lot at a grocery store there's a grocery store called scott's galaxy in apex and we got like thousands of dollars after doing this shit for like months like maybe even like over a year and um we went we like he was like oh come to this this whatever final meeting and then but like broadcast it to as many of your friends as you can so we got like hella kids in the area to come out and um that's like when they finally approved like oh yeah like you guys can have a space for a uh, skate whatever it was going to be at the time but yeah you have to have there's so much shit that goes into it we had to have people that wrote damn like not essays but you know they have to write a whole damn presentation to bring up why it's important to mm-hmm. 
have this area for people. And I'm like, we got like almost 200 kids here. That's why it's like, it's, that's obvious, but it's so crazy that we have to sit here and go to like a year's worth of town council meetings to tell you you bang your fucking head against the wall. It can be so like slow and frustrating. Yeah. I feel like if you don't have the right people on your side already, that that shit is almost impossible. Yeah. And like, there's just a bunch of like logistical bullshit. Like we're like with, uh, with Charlotte, we kind of had our eyes like on this one spot that was city owned land or well, we thought it was city owned land, but like, we're like, okay, cool. Like this looks like a perfect spot. Let's put together a proposal to take to the city. Like we did have somebody in the city that was kind of going to bat for us similar to Mm -hmm. like your cop was. Um, and then we like, got pretty far along and like putting together a proposal and everything you know we had like site plans mocked up and like drawn up like this is like kind of what we want this is how we could do it like yeah and we were even like taking cost into consideration like we weren't asking for some like billion dollar skate plaza it was like we need like an area that could be built out this way and like all the infrastructure like dividers and shit you know we can incorporate that into the park and it was like a, a really like well together like well put together um, vision in my opinion and then like we come to find out oh well actually like the city owns the land but the railroad that's right next to it has like an operations agreement with the with the city so they don't actually own the land and you have to present this to the railroad company and the railroad company doesn't want anyone within a fucking hundred yards of their track so yeah, why it's basically like this, well yeah. fuck you like no and it's like well damn all the work into it too up to that point it's just like oh it wasn't for anything yeah I mean, not, not that it was like a a total loss, but like, it's just like, it can be really exhausting if you're trying to like spearhead that kind of thing. Whereas like go build a quarter pipe at your local DIY that's already established, like show up on a Saturday, drink some beer, knock it out and you're done. Yeah. It's like, fuck man. I wish there was, I wish there were more resources or like more case studies on how to successfully get like a legal DIY. Yeah, dude, that's something that we have been trying to talk about with the city too. Is like, if we can just get a space, yeah, like that's all we need. We as skaters, I feel like it's not like oh, it's easy to get this funding, but so many people support the skate community that like we can get the funding over whatever course of time. Yeah, to do the stuff ourselves, we have people in the community that will build the damn ramps and obstacles themselves. Yep. All all we need is for you to tell us we can be here legally, so you don't destroy our shit once we put money and effort into it. Mm-hmm. And that's um. You're like, you're definitely speaking my language there. And that's like exactly what we told like the parks and rec and like the people that we were working with within the city. Like we kind of spelled out to them, like all the benefits of like a DIY spot. And I think they've been pretty receptive about listening. It was just that like that one particular space didn't work out. So now we, we pivoted locations and actually found a spot that I think is, as far as I know, is going to work out. I'm not going to speak anything into existence. It's not like there yet, there yet, but like so far we haven't hit any like logistical roadblocks like a fucking railroad company telling us we can't do it um but if if that works out then i think that like part of my mission or like something i can contribute to the skateboarding world is going to be like yo this is how we went about this and how we did it legally and like take this information and like you know try to make it happen in your city because like maybe your tiny bumfuck town in alabama doesn't have a budget for a skate park but like well, here's what you could ask for instead. Like, here's how to cut costs and like get Dude, a dope yes. skatable area on like a low budget. That shit is so necessary. Yeah. That shit would be, it's like information and all, uh, it's just, it should be accessible to all of us already. Like we should, you know, 
be able to just find out how to do that and like but it would be so sick to do that like if yeah. you did that and then documented it broadcasted it amazing that was because every like like you said every bumfuck city every place that's overcrowded and only has one main area to go they need they need options they need another yeah. place they need place where they can go and be comfortable and sometimes people don't want to go to the premier park in the city they want something that's low key or whatever so sure. yeah it's definitely a big thing that I feel like is necessary in almost every skate community yeah yeah it's good shit hopefully it works out hell yeah I'm, I'm doing good what I can you know, I'm just one person but you just gotta stay one, with that shit for sure one, one person can make a difference and I've luckily kind of taught myself that throughout the course of running this little show and getting to talk to other people that have accomplished remarkable things it's pretty dope dude hell yeah also congrats on the show dude this shit's dope it's going <laughs> yeah. still which is hype it's rad yeah i was like uh i, I had to take a little break because i don't know it just like became a lot and but i've just like learned so much and i've like gained so much more self-confidence and i've i started like other you know, little passion projects and stuff because yeah. I had like the the wind in my sails of like, oh shit, I did that. I can do something else too. Like, yes, um, dude, you got to keep some wind in the sails. That's sick. Yeah, and every time I like do one of these episodes, I try to think of some kind of like main takeaway or like some kind of moral of the story. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Where's where's your head at with everything we've talked about? What do you think are like some key points that that you would want to drive? to like a listener base damn I don't know honestly it's like we talked about a bunch of shit and all over the place but when I think about like the like this podcast I think about like how many like how much sick shit is going on and like in places that are like really close even mm-hmm. and like a few hours away and um I think about like the even the like the Raleigh Durham trying like the shit here that's around us Chapel Hill like we could all like I don't know we have so much cool shit going on. I hope that like the people that are listening like hear it and like take the the initiative to go like say what's up to another homie and like kind of maybe I don't know maybe like start something with somebody that's in a community close to yours or like okay you know go outside of your immediate homie group and do something with some other skaters. Yeah, like make a little more of a network instead of like a, a couple of like isolated points on the map. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. And shout out Brainstorm Skateboards. I feel like Fuck yes. I feel like they're really really or Eric is really really good about that. Like yes. they'll do collabs with like or he'll do like collaborations with brands in completely different cities and stuff. He like I guess sponsors riders that like live in different cities and yes, everything. And he's like going between all these cities himself, driving homies product, driving shops product. He comes and drops us off boards. Fuck yeah. Eric is a man, dude. That dude is the shit. He's definitely another person that is like like very all over the place, kinda of how Mike from Manifest is, like where they they have so much shit going on that they're kind of like here and there, but like so much respect to what Eric does because yeah. that's such a hard thing, dude. And he supports a lot of good dudes too. So yeah. Yeah. And he's one of the people that um is involved in the Asheville Foundation, like yeah. board of director like the actual nonprofit organization that they operate under. Yeah. And um I just like reached out to him out of the blue without even knowing him. And we talked on the phone for like three hours and he walked <laughs> me through all of like the legal shit that they did with foundation to like make it happen and yeah. gave me like a really good kind of starting point to and that's totally the, the type table. of dude that he is. Yep. Like he would do that never beating you, having 
mm-hmm. you skateboard and you just want some information, oh, hell yeah, he'll talk to you for a minute. He's such a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's a sicko. All right, man. I'm feeling pretty good. Anything else we need to discuss? Anything um, we need to hit on? Let's go shout outs. Yeah, I'm trying to think of shout outs, dude. I, I mean, feel like you got a long fucking list. Your yeah, crew, my list of shout outs would be crazy. Your crew is pretty fucking deep. Shout out everybody for Manifest. Like everybody they okay. all know. <laughs> uh anyway, I'm trying to think of names that I haven't said. Shout out all the homies for my Manifest that were like helping push Manifest from the beginning that weren't that aren't like as active in skating now. Like my homie Tahir Troublefield. Um, my homie Hector, he rides for the shop and he's been riding for the shop from the very beginning. He was one of the first like couple people on the team and he's had like a he just had like he's gone through so much shit and um he's gone through a lot of injuries recently and like that's what he's dealing with right now is like a surgery he's coming back from and like he's he rips and I, I I just like fuck with Hector and like big shout out to him and I'm glad to see him like recovering and uh yeah the video is coming very soon dude that's gonna be sick yeah stoked on that one I think that it's gonna be like a good representation of the crew and hopefully the the, the like homies like it yeah Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be fucking stoked on it. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, is there gonna be like a premiere? Oh dude, yeah, for sure. We're gonna try to do a, a good one up this time. Hopefully, it'll be as good as like the other ones. But yeah, wait. On the last one, you like what rented out that space near the park and like had yeah. like a skate session slash premiere thing. Yeah, we that was like, rad. Yeah, it was dope. It had like a big. It looked like a bounce house inflatable thing, but it was like a screen, and then we just projected Damn, the rad. video onto that cool so yeah i mean even if we did that shit again i'd be stoked but mm-hmm. we'll see what we do hopefully something like that yeah well, cool man and uh to all the listeners fucking invest in your community and you will be rewarded one way or another i think you're an awesome like case study of that you got all the fucking uh talent on a skateboard in the world but that's not like you know there's a lot of a lot of fools out there that rip yeah. but i think that like what you bring to the table and like the way you kind of operate within your space is like people should look up to that so been appreciate super rad that. to have you on hell yeah i appreciate it dude i'm stoked to do it this has been very sick very fun there we go all right y'all we're gonna wrap it up peace peace Big love to Tracy for coming on the pod. He was an excellent sport about it, and I learned a lot about what makes the Durham scene work as well as it does. Side note, massive fucking shout out to Paul. I stupidly drove to Durham and forgot my laptop charger, so I bought a sketchy one from Walmart only to find out that it didn't have enough wattage to keep my computer on. So this homie Paul, who lives at the house we recorded at, literally let me borrow his laptop, download the audio program I need to record, and then email it to myself when we were done. So he legitimately saved the day because I could not have done this episode without him. That's the kind of people you want to keep around. So thanks again, Paul. Words of wisdom, expand your network by getting out of your city. Go meet some new people in the next town over. 
every city has their Tracy-like character who's proud of what they've got going on and is eager to share it with others outside of their immediate sphere. That's how we're going to keep our community tight, and that's how we gain new friends that may last a lifetime. So holler at Tracy if you want to make a trip out to Durham from wherever you're at and skate. I am sure he'd be more than happy to have you. Love you, fools. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to see you next time.